0: Hallelujah and blessings to each and everyone listening in today. Hope everyone had a wonderful week. Let us all confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts the meditation of the week from Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's text comes from Ephesians chapter 4, uh, verses 15 through 24. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up in him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working, in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness, with greediness, greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so, be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt, according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for giving us your message today. May the Holy Spirit anoint each and everyone listening to this message. Open their understanding so that they may receive your spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and revelation. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The message title is, The Will of God Who Called Us to be Conformed to the Image of Christ. Apostle Paul testified of the mysterious will of God planned in Christ before the foundation of the world. His testimony in Ephesians chapter 1 Verses 4 through 6 says, According as He hath chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted. In the Beloved. Now the purpose of God's creation of the of the earth we live in is to have man believe in Jesus, the Christ, to be born again by the Holy Spirit and to be adopted as God's children. In other words, from the beginning, God predestinated to send Jesus who was with God in the beginning as the Word, into the world to be born. Mysterious word, is it not? In this mysterious will of God, after creating all things on the earth, and then in the future, God will create man in the image and likeness of God himself. And then finally, he will remove the devil from the earth by the Christ the devil was going to have man to sin against God and fill the earth with sins death and curses finally God will cast him out to hell and it contains a mysterious plan that accomplish that accomplishes the will The prophet Isaiah prophesied of the destiny of Lucifer, the devil, that rebelled against God in heaven. In Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 17, he said, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation. In the sides of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee, and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of his prisoners? Finally, in order to remove sins, death and curses filled in the earth because of the devil that made man to rebel against God, Jesus Christ took away all such things through his death. This is the reason why John the Baptist testified of Jesus as the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world. As he states in John chapter 1, verse 29, God will cast the devil into the lake of fire after the millennial kingdom of Christ to fulfill the will of God to be done in the earth. For this reason, when Jesus spoke to the Jews how to pray, he said unto them, according to Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth, as it is in heaven. My quick testimony on this. I finally understood what this prayer meant when I was reading The chart drawn in uh, Clarence Larkin's The Greatest Book of Dispensational Times so it has the time from beginning just like in Genesis 1 it goes all the way through the eight thousandth year which is the eternal uh, kingdom all the way at the end thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth As it is in heaven. I was looking at the chart. All the way on the left. If you have a copy. Please uh, look it over. If you don't have a copy. You can google it. And you can find the chart. What I'm talking about. It has a little picture of Satan. Up in the heavens. Then he falls. Down to earth. Right now. He is the prince of this world. That we live in. He's always twisting our minds. He's deceiving us uh, spiritually through his powers that he provides to all the leaders of the world through government, officials, and whatnot. So he is currently here. He fell from the heaven. That's once. Second time will be achieved when he falls eternally And burns forever and ever into lake lake of fire. That happens after the seven thousandth year, which is the millennial kingdom of Christ. It hit me then, and I was so happy when I understood this. I hope everyone that gets finds grace in God, grace of God, achieved this understanding. I truly pray that each and every one of you who want to understand what the meaning of the Holy Bible is, that you get this, uh, you receive this understanding. I truly pray that each and every one of you who seek the truth. Uh, Back to the main message. Okay, so Christ Jesus who resurrected after finally taking away the sin of the world gave the Holy Spirit to those who believed in him giving them the grace to be adopted as children of God. And after cleansing the heavens and the earth Heavenly Father made a plan to cleanse all those who were born into the world and make them his children by accepting the blood atonement offered to the Father by the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ wants to give all who believe in him the eternal life in himself. Also, he is not ashamed to call them as his brothers whosoever receive the eternal life. As it is written in Hebrews chapter 2 verses 11 through 13. For both he that sanctifieth, and they who are sanctified are all of one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And again I will put my trust in him. And again behold I and the children which God hath given me. God brought the children who became brothers of Jesus Christ to gather in his church, where Christ is its head. He said when the children gather together, Christ will praise the Father with them. Is this not amazing? When the children of God gather in the church and praise Heavenly Father Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son, and his children are blessed to worship one Father. In today's main scripture, Apostle Paul testified of the holy work that Christians redeemed by the blood of Christ. If we turn to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 first. In verse 13, Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ verse 15 but speaking the truth and love may grow up into him in all things which is the head even christ when apostle paul wrote to the saints in rome he clearly testified of spiritual mission of christians who are children of god while living in the present world he said this in romans 8 God made Jesus as the first one to be born of the Holy Spirit. And God also made the children of God to be born in the same Spirit of God, giving them indescribable blessing to be brothers of Jesus Christ. In addition, God made them not only the brothers of Christ, but also the helping spouses to fulfill the eternal will of God that fills all things in all in the future. Apostle Paul testified of the filling of all things in all in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 22 and 23 And hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Apostle Paul Also testified of how great the universe God created to fill all things. In Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 through 19, he said, That he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Have ye received the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ? And become the children of God? If so, have you realized how glorious the blessing of being children of God is? If you realize this glorious blessing, you will realize what your goal is living in this present world. King David foreshadowed in the Holy Spirit that Christ who would appear in the world to save his soul in the future and pray to God about his purpose of life. His prayer in Psalm 17, verses 14 and 15, From men which are thy hand, O Lord, from men of the world, which have their portion in this life, and whose belly thou fillest with thy hid treasure, they are full of children, and leave the rest of their substance to their babes. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. The, wake, the awaking he mentions here is resurrection. Not from sleep. Not from just sleeping in his bed. King David testified that the life of the children of God, born of the Holy Spirit, do not belong to this world. However, they live a pure life only hoping for the day of resurrection and the day of Christ, the day of rapture, to appear as to be conformed to Christ gloriously, not shamefully. Apostle Paul testified of what God's children must do to be conformed to the image of Christ in Ephesians chapter 4 verses 22 and 22 to 24 that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. The old man is referred to Adam. All of us were born with the blood of Adam from birth. Also, all kinds of sins are still hiding in our flesh. However, when our souls are saved, according to 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 9, all the sins that were in us were forgiven at the same time through Christ's circumcision. You can look it up in Colossians 2:11. The body of sin has already been put off spiritually. In other words, when we were saved, our old man was spiritually crucified with Christ, according to Galatians chapter 2, 20, and was buried with Christ. Therefore, when the Lord comes, when we take off our sinful body and put on an immortal and incorruptible body, our inner being must be transformed into the same holy image as Christ. Therefore, we must clothe ourselves with the holy new man, Christ. If so, we need to realize what it is like to be clothed with Christ. Jesus said about how we are to be sanctified in his last prayer, according to John chapter 17 verse 17, Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. That's right, the way we become holy is to fill with the holy words of God and live a life of obedience to the words of God. This is the way for us to wear the whole armor of God. Our Lord Jesus was in the beginning as the word, and that word was God who became flesh. Grace and truth were full in him. This is why we can say, and we know because the Bible states so, said so, Jesus is God. We also must fill our spirits and souls with his word, so that the fragrance of Christ may manifest through full grace, full of grace, and truth in our lives. Apostle Paul said unto baby Christians, According to Galatians chapter 4 verse 19 he said, I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. And then Apostle Paul who went to the Lord testified of his hope. In Philippians chapter 3 verses 20 and 21. For our conversation is in heaven from whence also we look for the savior the lord jesus christ who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself now before we close out today's message i have a question for you have you been saved have you received jesus christ as your lord and savior do you have sins? Where are you going if you die today? A sinner will die in his or her sins and go to hell, according to the Bible. Everybody is a sinner. Can't deny it. It says so in Romans chapter 3, verses 23 and 24. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. This is why he is the Savior. Nobody else can save you. Not your Pope, not your priest, not your Cardinal. Everybody is a sinner. Every human being that walked or walks on this earth currently is a sinner unless you're saved by Jesus Christ. Now picture this. There are two books in front of you. One has your name on it. Inside your book is filled with sins, hate, aggression, anger, covetousness, murder, death, envy, just to name a few. Bunch of sins. Inside the other book is clean pages. Spotless. Not a single spot. That book belongs to Jesus Christ. His blood atonement is like just like he switched the covers of the book. Now the book now the book with your name is spotless, but Jesus took all your sins and his book is just full of filth and sins. If we look at the verse from Second Corinthians chapter five, verse twenty one for he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. However, the faithful and true Lord Jesus Christ loves you. And if you wholeheartedly repent for not believing in the gospel of Christ, by his grace, you will receive salvation of your soul. But first, we must know what the gospel is. But this is the gospel according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. I want to share another verse from uh, Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god not of works lest any man should boast so this repeats earlier i mentioned this you can't be saved nobody can save you other than jesus christ because he had no sins and yet he took all our sins and went all the way to hell threw it down there And only he had the power because he himself is God. He rose back up after the third day. So, this is a free gift if you believe in him. This is recorded in the Bible because salvation can only come from faith, not of what you do. One more verse I want to share it's from romans 10 verses 9 and 10 that now that you've heard the gospel of christ you must confess and believe in the gospel we well, heard it but you have to believe it with your heart so verses 9 and 10 it goes like this that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shall believe in thine heart that god hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I'm not telling you to get religious. The salvation from Jesus Christ is one-on-one personal relationship. It's you and him. Hell is a real place, and Jesus definitely don't want you ending up there. The judgment is the same whether you deny his blood atonement or you make an excuse of saying, oh, I didn't know, I never heard it, I never heard of the gospel of Christ. In today's pandemic-crazed world, which is getting worse by day, you can see it and hear it everywhere, your only way to eternal life is through Jesus Christ. Will you receive him today? You must invite the Lord Jesus Christ to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. You can write it down. You can pause it and go back and write it down, whatever you want to do. But we'll do it together. Ready? Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray. Amen. Thank you for your time. If today was your first time ever hearing the gospel of Christ, God bless you. And do please share this message among your friends and family members who have not yet received Jesus Christ. Once again, God bless you, and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at wgmi.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on TuneIn radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.